0: Back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on ninety three seven, the ticket and the ticket Back on the block.
1: With 937 the ticket and ticketfm.com, you are on the block. Right now, I'm not on the block. I'm in H Town. But my guys, Nick Sandard and my partner, Nate Doggy Dog, is live from Berries at ninth and Q, where you can go down there. We're giving away three Indiana, Nebraska ticket giveaways where you can not only get those tickets if you mm-hmm. win the raffle, but you've got to play to win the play game. To win the you game. don't get down to Berries by six o'clock, you won't be able to get into the raffle but they're also giving away a special jersey tell us oh, about yeah. that jersey Nate. yeah
0: mike Rozier jersey again like Strick said all you got to do is you just got to come by and even if you're not here at six o'clock when we actually raffle it off we'll have it at tipsy tina's you can come pick it up at tipsy oh. tina's tomorrow i mean there's plenty of ways to get your hands on a signed strict signed mike Rozier jersey Sorry.
1: oh yeah heisman heisman i i can't do it very well I'm, these <laughs> knees are a little bit old right now Uh, But when we left on the last segment, we were talking about Nate broke down a, started a debating point, which we're talking about uh, one of the textures that alluded to that uh, everybody or dang near, not everybody, but a lot of people to include pitchers outside of baseball, uh, outside of not only the baseball uh, 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 batters, but also the pitchers were also juicing. Mm -hmm. And with that being in mind, then, then, Nick has a little feedback on that. The thought yeah. was, if both players are juicing, why is it that the batters only mm-hmm. get the issue as far as it? Not, there's nothing really said about. Well, Nick, Roger Clemens Nick, isn't in the Hall of Fame, too.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think it's always interesting because we when we talk about pitchers and and how it, like nowadays the excitement comes with triple digits, right? The excitement comes with the most, like I, I've brought up a couple of times, RPMs and triple digits. And if you can throw hard, you can make it and, and things like that. And now you're, you're not seeing that because as Nate alluded to earlier, um, guys are adjusting, right? These are professional baseball players with whatever level they're at. And they are making adjustments. They're developing their swing to time up triple digits. Now, I'm one of those guys that I love the idea of a good old two to one baseball game, a good old one to zero win, shutout victory, no errors, clean game, accurate pitching, nice and, and nice and uh, easy going, and, and just a disciplined baseball game. Like you think back to the days of like Tom Glavin and Greg Maddox, and you have that when we're talking pitchers specifically, Kyle Hendricks even at this level. Or in this day and age, is a guy Randy Johnson? Well, well, Randy Johnson threw hard. I'm talking. These are guys that made a. Oh, they had to paint it. They just located. They just did their job. They just located. They allowed their defense to work. And and that like that. That's one of those things where, in my opinion, is that's something that will never through steroids through everything. That is something that can that will always withstand the test of time. Would you put Kershaw in that group?
1: Would you put Kershaw on that group? Uh, Kershaw
2: Later, later, hard. later, Kershaw, like later current Kershaw. Kershaw, I would, I would be in, near there. It, it, prime Kershaw, he he was throwing harder, but like here's the thing: when we go back to the fundamental swing, and I brought up launch angle, the launch angle, the, the the degree that you hit the ball at, the exit velocity, all that comes with a good foundation. All of that comes with a good foundation. Buster Posey is a guy who I believe was six two, two hundred and twenty five, two hundred twenty pounds. I want to say and he he played in the league for quite a while as a catcher was not a power hitter but was right around that and somebody can always fact check me on this was right around that 20 home run mark and a couple years even broke the 20 home runs why because he wasn't a guy that tried to hit for power he wasn't he worried about the good fundamental swing and everything else came everything else fell in line and and part of that is uh like like Joey Gallo is a really good example right he had one really, really good year with the Rangers, and his trade value skyrocketed. The Rangers didn't want to pay him, so they traded him to New York at the deadline because he was that perfect like kind of piece that, that can put New York over the top. Had a really, really tough time in New York because in New York, as you guys kind of know just watching sports, when you're not playing well, things go bad, and the fans hop on the, the train to get you out of town. They're trying to warm it up. And so it's one of those things where um, he, he's it's not sustainable. like if, if there's no foundation, I argue that it's not a, you can't have a sustainable career if you can't do the little things correctly.
1: I like that. I mean th- that's really the kind of baseball player that I was. I, I wasn't a if I hit a home run, it was going out on a line drive. I was just a, a swing mechanic guy level. Uh, if I caught it, I caught it. But if not, it was going in the gaps, and I was getting doubles and triples, which yeah. obviously helped teams win games. That was kind of – so I understand what you're saying about that point, gig But it's – again, it's not sexy. It's not. And you that's, I mean? and that's it, when we talked about sexy.
2: the marketability of baseball. How do you draw fans in? That's why baseball decided to juice the baseball – not juice. I don't want to make them sound like they're easy to hit out. That's why they decided to change the baseballs. That's why they t- continue to try to change the baseballs. Try to change the little intricacies within the game. A pitch clock. Will, like There's going to be a pitch clock next year and they're hoping that that speed ins- or quickens up the game and it makes the game go by a little quicker so fans don't have to sit in front of their TV for three and a half hours and watch a nine inning baseball game. They change all these things every single year and changing the baseballs every year is just kind of their approach because they hope it, it, they hit more, more, more home runs and Aaron Judge did that this year with 61.
1: Strick, I want to get you. you heard it on the Block before Nate. I'm I'm going to let you. I just want to know, just make sure you heard this point. You heard it on the block right now. Nate just created Baseball Gate right here. He said they're (laughs) juicing the ball. Yeah, that's me. On the block, and you can only see it here on the block. Exactly. (laughs) No, I'm just making jokes. Just little jokes from here out of here, <laughs> just interest. from out here. Yeah, that's thing. That Nick
0: starting rumors. Yep, um, Strick, I want to ask you yeah, this. Houston, we have a problem. We do have. <laughs> uh, Strick, I want to ask you this because this is what it, what it boils down to is that we saw when Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, you can even throw Barry Bonds in that group. When those guys, Ken Griffey Jr., for what it's worth, <clears throat> that late '90s, early '2000s, that's when baseball peaked. Like that. That is when the the world had their eyes on baseball this transcended sports it was you could turn on any news station that you wanted to the headline Mark McGuire hits another one Sammy Sosa hits another one who's gonna break the record whatever it may be and I feel like now we're reaching this point with Aaron Judge that it's not even talked about we, we, we said it the other day strict when, when Aaron Judge hit number 60 half of our listeners on the text line said they didn't even know till we told them. Know. And I think that's part know. of the problem in itself. And I want you to kind of talk about that. Is that like, what changes that to get people to focus more, to show more interest, <laughs> things like that.
2: Sir, this is a Barry's rooftop. So Nick,
1: Nick, I'm, I'm going to be like Nick right now. The conspiracy guy. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my tinfoil on. And I'm gonna be like <laughs> <nit> right now, <laughs> okay? So here's the thing. I, I, and and look, I cannot confirm nor deny this, but something in me makes me feel that this a uh, moment, right? Ooh. Here's why. Here's why I say this, and some of you may have heard me say this on the block, block before. I'm gonna reiterate it. I truly think what you just said. Is something important to look at regarding his, the the news, the coverage, the, you know, not really the marketing. Mm -hmm. All of those things are something to look at. Whereas before, they used to really market the players. And right now, you know, you're having some issues in baseball where they're having a marketing problem. Mm -hmm. But I think it has something to do with the coming of a collective bargaining agreement Mm -hmm. for baseball. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Why don't you want to market it? I think it could have something to do with you're trying to actually shrink your numbers. How do you shrink your numbers? Lack of coverage, lack of gate, money, lack of, all of those monies in the collecting and bargaining agreement you share, right? So right now it's such an inflated market for them. Mm -hmm. They're not really getting all of those things uh, with the ratings, with the gates, all of those numbers are starting to shrink, and it really started around COVID time. I think that's when it really started to hit a bottom out. Yeah. And are they trying – I'm just throwing a question out there. Are they trying to sabotage themselves in order to – because now you also got something else that's about to happen that they didn't have to deal with before. Minor leagues now are going to have representation. It, right. They're going to be a part – so that, that there there was ways that you could save money in baseball before, but now I don't think that's the case. I'm only speculating, yeah. again, throwing it out there. I, I would say wrongfully save money
2: in terms of the minor league discussion, right? Because you guys have um, – I, I think there's the minor league. They agreed with uh, Major League Baseball that they're going to start getting a little bit better of, of a wage and um, – and they're also going to get housing whenever they go on road trips or whenever they live somewhere. They're going to get uh, some kind of, of added bonus that they have not had. I can't remember all the details of it. but So minor leagues are taking steps a little bit and getting just more of a fair living. Because here's the thing, if you're in single or double A and this is your job, you're not getting paid very well in, in Major League Baseball. So um, it's it's really not until – like here's the thing, Strick. As, as a professional athlete, you might you, you would understand this you you can live only, you can only live off of that signing bonus for so long, and if you don't get that yeah. second contract, if you don't play well enough in those first four years you you're, you're going to be quickly shuttered out um unfortunately so it, like it's weird I, I don't know i just i I, wanna, I would rather gain your thoughts on that on that whole situation on sustainability for athletes and marketability um in, in professional sport
1: yeah it it's it, it is and it's and you're speaking absolutely truth in that. Because when we got to AA, I think I shared it with uh, Nate before. Mm-hmm. We got to well, when we got to Single A, long season Single A up there in New York, they put us in a hotel for three days and said, "Hey, have at it. Hope you find a place, or you're gonna have to pay for your hotel." Yeah. So I, I do like the fact that that is going to change in, in those like uh, in that way. Um, you're absolutely right. Those long bus rides, those trips, food, transportation, all of those things on a minimal budget was very hard. It was very tough, but you did it because you were hoping to get the next one. But let's be real. We know the numbers. The numbers all say it. The percentages are very minute to those that make it through, and so yeah. therefore it's a cycle <laughs> of uh, this trouble.
2: But Bubba Starling's the perfect example, right? Husker fans will know Bubba Starling. The guy was in the minors for so long, and then he finally got up to the Kansas City Royals after so many years just hanging out in the minors because you just kind of get there's so many variables in major league baseball specifically because you in in the majors in the actual major level you have multiple guys at that position that are possibilities and you have multiple guys also below you and here's the thing the window of opportunity in major league baseball to get to the to get to the pros or actually like the major league level I should say is very small. It's a very small window because guess what? With the Major League Baseball draft, you take so many guys and you sign so many guys and you're always open to opportunities that here's the thing, they will have no problem moving on to the next guy, and a lot of times you'll see jumps from AA to, to MLB rather than AAA to, to Major League Baseball as well.
1: Yep. A lot of the top, a lot of yep. the top prospects,
2: true. a lot of the top prospects won't even spend more, more, more than a couple a couple weeks in Triple A. They'll spend a, a chunk of their time in, in Double A, and then they'll they'll make
0: that that jump. Strick, I got to ask you this before we had to break. Does Aaron Judge beat Roger Maris? Does he get sixty two?
1: I haven't had a chance to look, but how many games?
0: are left? I believe there's seven, six or seven. He gets there. I think he gets
1: yeah. there. I think so too. Unless unless there's a Ooh, to not pitch to him, And you don't get... They, they don't play get, the they Rangers. So they did the other day. They play
2: the Rangers. So, you know, here's the deal. I mean...
0: The other day, Strick, they walked him four times
1: in a game.
2: Yeah, the, the Blue Jays were booing their four own fans. Four times
1: in a game. The, the Blue Jay fans were booing why their own you, team. Why would you do that? Because it's sometimes the purists want to keep the game pure. Mm, yeah. Strick, you know what that is? Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> we have, have least got to take a break right now unfortunately we love you guys on the blog we thank you always for tapping in and tuning in we've got to take a break 937 the ticket the ticketfm.com. head down the berries and join the guys have a drink with them we're going to come back have one closeout segment and we're gonna cross over with DP and the old school guys we'll be right back after this <laughs>